Welcome to the Principles of Success, and today we are talking about building a proper relationship. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So today has been a very productive procrastination day. The goal was to record the last five remaining episodes for the podcast this season. And it is now about 2.30ish in the afternoon. And I've been up since uh, about 6.30. And I have done lots and lots of stuff. None of which was recording these episodes. But now we're here. At least this episode will get done. We'll see if I get the rest done. So, today's episode is all about building a proper relationship. And I have to confess something. I have been a dog in the past. I'm still a dog plenty of times. But I was really a dog in the past. Now, I am still a good Mormon boy, so I've never had sex. But I've easily made out with over 100 women. In fact, I'm pretty sure I've made out with four different women in the same week. So I'm an expert on building improper relationships. I'm also an expert at building proper relationships. I have some of the deepest friendships you can possibly imagine. And the context of this episode is mostly going to be focused on dating. But this applies to your family. This applies to your job. This applies to your business. applies to your friends. And it mostly applies to dating. But you want to build proper relationships. Picture a pyramid. Pyramids are the most stable structure in the world. The triangle is the most stable shape in the world. But pyramids cannot be knocked over. That's why the ancient Egyptian pyramids, the ancient Mayan pyramids, they're all still standing. You can't destroy a pyramid unless you take it apart piece by piece. A proper relationship is built like a pyramid. You have a very wide, strong foundation, and at the tippy-tippy top, you have the spice of romance. Now, I want you to picture the food pyramid. Yes, we all know that the food pyramid is drastically wrong. In fact, it should be almost flipped upside down. But in the food pyramid, the most important stuff was at the bottom. They suggested lots and lots of carbs. That was dumb. But the most important stuff was at the bottom, and the stuff that you should only have occasionally was at the top. The relationship pyramid has five sections to it. At the base, the biggest section, the most important section, is friendship. Then you have respect. Then there's understanding, romance, and spirituality. Most people, they knock off the tippy top, the spirituality. So it's just the four levels of the pyramid. And then, even worse, including myself, they like to flip it upside down. They want all the romance immediately. Let's get to the fun stuff. And then we try to force understanding. And we very rarely get to the respect or friendship levels. But a pyramid is a very, very stable structure. You can't knock it over. A inverse pyramid, where you have romance at the very, as your base, and it's just a tiny little point, and you're trying to build this big, heavy relationship on top of that, Well then, is it any wonder why most relationships are a giant mess and fall apart at the slightest of whims? And don't get me wrong, romance is very important. If you don't have romance, your relationship is dead. We'll talk about that more in the 
marriage episode. But you can't build a relationship off of physical attraction. Hormones do not make for great rational friendliness building of relationships. So let's start off with friendship. How do you make friends? I did a full episode on that. But how do you build a friendship with somebody that you would like to maybe spend all of eternity with? The answer is time. And go rewatch the full friendship episodes. But time. Spend time with them. Actually get to know them. No kissing on the first date. I definitely don't follow that rule, but no kissing on the first date. At the very least, no hardcore making out. Because here's the thing, and I'm very guilty of it myself, I'm well aware. You can't really get to know the person if you're busy making out with them. Here's the important question. If you couldn't kiss them, if you couldn't get the dopamine rush from physical intimacy, would you want to hang out with them? If not, you probably should move on. They're probably not the one. But a good relationship, a building a good relationship has to have a foundation of friendship. You have to actually enjoy their company outside of physical intimacy or emotional in intimacy. Fun. Moving on to the next level. Respect. This one is as simple as do you think of them as a quality person with quality thoughts that you can agree with? You can be friends with somebody and think they're an absolute moron. You should not marry somebody who you think is an absolute moron. And do you respect their dreams? Do you respect what they want in life? I had a girl absolutely crazy about me. And I had a very hard time saying no to her for turning her down relationship-wise. Eventually, we eventually got there, but absolutely crazy about me. She, she loved me hardcore. That is, she loved the idea of me hardcore. She loved the day-to-day -day of me hardcore. She absolutely hated. She would get a look of disgust on her face any time I talked about my goals or dreams. Completely opposites when it came to that. She could not fathom why on earth I would want to do the stuff that I want to do. And she wasn't doing it on purpose. It was an involuntary reaction. She was like, you're insane. Anyway, if they don't respect your dreams... You probably shouldn't marry them. If they don't respect your beliefs, you probably shouldn't marry them. If they don't respect you, you definitely shouldn't marry them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Next up is understanding. Understanding has a lot of the same traits as respect, but you know that they're not going to be perfect, right? I hope you do, because if you do, we need to work on some stuff and you need to go rewatch some episodes. But your spouse, your partner, your, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your business client, your customers, they're not going to be perfect. You have to be understanding. Your future spouse is probably going to have some health problems. There is very few perfectly healthy people in the world. I went on three dates this week, and in each date, I knew of some major medical issue that the girl was dealing with. Then there's all those lovely personality quirks that you just love. 
And I'm sure I have plenty that people can't stand either. I know that I can come across as whiny, and then I also know that I am very argumentative and stubborn. Now, I am constantly working on those, trying to improve myself, but your spouse is also going to have to be understanding that you come with your own baggage. And if they're not an understanding person, you probably shouldn't marry them. And then there's also the understanding that sometimes you just have to make sacrifices for the other person. Sometimes you have a very busy week, but you still have to make time to spend with your spouse, with your girlfriend. And sometimes they're going to be so busy that they can't spend time with you. And you have to understand that it's not you, that they just don't have time at this exact moment. And so you have to be understanding. Maybe you had plans for a date and then something comes up. It's okay to have the date canceled. Now, if it's the first date and then the second date and the third date and it's all the same, you might want to take a hint. But if it's your spouse who you've been married to for five years and you have this big date planned and they can't make it for some reason because something came up at work, well, then you do a movie and popcorn date in the living room. So be understanding. And then at the very top of the pyramid, you have spirituality and that sweet, sweet spice of romance. So let's talk about romance. Romance is fun. It's just plain fun. And by romance, I'm meaning both the getting her flowers, planning out a fun date, and all the hanky-panky stuff. Spanking your girlfriend is just fun. And you need it. It's part of the foundation of a good, healthy relationship. Ladies, if you're not having regular, enthusiastic sex with your husband, something is majorly wrong. And I can guarantee you, he's not happy. Gentlemen, if you are not showing constant, regular, enthusiastic affection towards your wife, something's wrong. I can guarantee you, she's not happy. But this is at the top of the pyramid. This is after you've built a relationship. This is after you know that you can make each other laugh that you enjoy each other's company, that you respect the other person as an individual, that you understand that they have their issues, and sometimes they're just going to be grumpy for no apparent reason, because they're psycho. It's still, romance is still a very important part of life, and it's vital to a healthy long-term relationship. But it shouldn't be the immediate goal right as you're first meeting somebody. Now again, I'm not very good at this myself, I'm pretty sure I have kissed more girls on the first date than not. But if you want to build a good relationship, make sure that you follow the pyramid. And then at the very tippy top is spirituality. You have to have the same belief systems. It can. You have to be going in the same direction. It doesn't work if you don't share a common belief. So that's it for the pyramid. Now, I have a chart for you. And this is a visual or a audio medium, so I know it's going to be challenging to describe the chart but it's just a box chart i think is what it's called anyway going across the top you have five categories of things in a relationship and then going down the side you have three categories of the levels of a relationship so you have about 15 boxes um the three levels you have first up is casual your friendship then you have special this, are, this is the people you're dating. And then you have sacred, the intimate marriage-level relationships. And in the five categories, you have physical, social, mental, spiritual, 
and emotional. So you have five boxes of those, one for each of those categories in the casual section, and then you have five for the special, and you have five for the sacred. So a casual physical, and you, and you can fill this out yourself, but what would classify as a casual friendship level level of physicality? This would be things like hugs, high fives, things that nobody would bat an eye if you did with multiple people back to back. Like you can hug somebody, then you turn to the next person, hug them. No big deal. People might question you if you kiss somebody and then turn around and kiss somebody else. And for the most part, these should be things that you can do both to guys and girls. It's perfectly acceptable to hug anybody. You might have to think twice about cuddling somebody. Anyway, that's physical. A social level of casual might be inviting them to a party or to get a group together to go to a corn maze. Casual mental stuff is, I'm really struggling with this, uh, with this problem of emotional. The casual emotional level is, I'm really struggling with this problem. Can you help me with, out with this? Casual mental would be like, what's your thoughts on the Roman Empire? Thought exercises. And then casual spiritual. You might invite somebody to go to like a church event or to do a group scripture study thing. Those are all casual levels of interaction. And it's perfectly fine to do that with lots of people. But then there's the special categories. And this one gets a little more gray. Again, fill, fill these out for yourself. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The special, the courtship, somebody, this person means something significant to you. In dating sense, let's talk physical. Um, making out. Does that belong in the special or does that belong in the sacred? I don't know. That's your, your decision. Some people are like, yeah, you can kiss the girl, but you shouldn't be doing hardcore petting is what it used to be called. Hardcore making out arising all those emotions until you're married. Now, I can almost guarantee that almost none of you think that that belongs in the marriage category, but it might. One that definitely might be in the special or marriage category, depending on who it is, is sex. Uh, if you're at all a religious person, it's probably in the sacred category. If you're absolutely not, then you probably think it's in the special category. Is cuddling in the special category that you only do with your girlfriend? Or is it in the casual category? Is it okay to cuddle your friend? I'm kind of right on the line. I think it's perfectly okay to cuddle your friend. It's not perfectly okay to intimately cuddle your friend. Or at least it's not appropriate. Again, I'm a dog. I cuddle plenty of girls that I think of just as friends. Then there's the social category. I'm just going to... I was using physical to demonstrate the gray of casual, special, and sacred, but going along the line of the special category. Social. Dates. You're not going to just take anybody on a date. They might get the wrong idea. If you think of them as a friend and you ask them on a date, they're probably going to think you're a little more interested than you are. So 
Dates definitely belong in the special category. This is somebody that you're interested in. You take them on dates. Mental, this is where you start planning things with the person, getting their dreams in life, that kind of stuff. Are you on the same board on me as me? Or do you think my ideas? Or do you get a face of disgust every time you hear my plans? Spiritual, this is where you start talking a little bit more about what's your beliefs in God? Do you want to go to church with me? And emotional, this is where you start really confiding in them. On a casual level, you might be like, yeah, my shoulder hurts. On a special level, you might be like, hey, the doctor just told me this and I'm really worried about it. What are you, can you come over and keep me company? And then sacred, marriage, the stuff that you have made a covenant with somebody, what is the appropriate levels for that stuff? Physical, have at her. You guys have made a covenant between each other. You can do all the hanky-panky you want. Social, now you're getting into more restrictions. It's okay to hang out with girls one-on-one -on -one when you're in a casual relationship. It's questionable if it's okay in a special relationship where you're starting to get serious with somebody. And it, by questionable, I mean it depends on the individual people. But I will venture to say that for almost everybody, if you're married, it's probably a really, really dumb idea to be alone in a room with somebody of the opposite gender. You've made covenants with each other. You're not with your spouse. You're not supposed to be doing that kind of stuff anymore. Mental. Now you guys are working together to pursue the same goals and same dreams. You might have different goals, but you are helping each other achieve those goals. Spiritual, like I talked about in the pyramid, you better be on the same page at this point. If you are in a sacred marriage intimate relationship, then you better be on the same page about your spirituality, your belief structures, what you are centering your life around. And then emotional. This is where you're able to have a partner, a confidant, somebody who will be there and have your back at all times. This does not mean you get to be an emotional wreck and dump everything on them all the time. They're allowed to say, put yourself together. It does mean, because you built a strong, healthy relationship, that they respect you and understand you and are there for you in your emotional needs. And like I said, fill this all out with everything that you can think of and fill this out with your partner. You might think that a special relationship, a dating relationship, a social obligation that you have to do is you have to go to things with your partner. They might think that it's a sacred level thing, if that. Because guess what? People are different. Something that you think is definitely in one category, they might not think the same thing. Personally, I think it's more than acceptable for my spouse to go do their own separate social events. I have friends whose spouse thinks that it's a very big ask if you want to go to a friend's house without them. And I'm not talking about codependency level stuff. I'm talking about normal, healthy people having different opinions on what is or isn't expected in a relationship. I don't know if this one would count as the social or emotional, but if you have a girlfriend, do you have to text her every single day? That's something for you and your partner to figure out. If you miss a day because you're busy or you just send one text during the day, Will they know that it's because you're just busy or will they freak out and think you're mad at them? So this is a very useful chart. I really liked it. But with that, 
that's pretty much it for today's episode. Just the pyramid and the chart. That's all I had in notes-wise. I was like, they, my notes are very slim. But hopefully it was helpful to you. And with that, oh, uh, next week, next episode, we will be talking about engagement. Specifically, 119 questions to ask before marriage. I'm not going to go through all of them. But these are things that you should consider before you marry somebody. With that, I will see you all next week.